In the previous episode, we have discussed about NFTs. NFTs are items that usually don't make any sort of sense, but it does provide a complicated yet interesting way of buying artwork. So in this episode, we're going to take a look at the basics of payment methods, or you can say the ways you can pay for NFTs. By the way, if you're interested to integrate payment methods to your application or website, go check episode 3 of season 3. It'll give you some tips along the way. But for now, let's focus on payment methods. When you are searching for your wishlist items, you'd probably have seen one of these buy and purchase buttons. Those buttons are payment buttons, in which when you click them, it will pop up a page called the checkout page. Now this is the regular payment flow which companies use today. If you want to know more, check out episode 3. The payment methods that are accepted are usually cards, digital wallets, bank transfers, and other not-so-popular ones. Let's start with cards. Cards are the oldest of the group. They have been invented since the 1960s and 70s in its own modern form, using a predefined chip. Nowadays, all credit and debit cards have their own chips. These cards have printed numbers, the name of the cardholder, the expiration date, and most importantly, the security code, which is called the CVC or CVV. Credit cards are usually made by major brands like MasterCard, Visa, Amex, Discover, and more. Usually debit cards are issued by US and international banks, although for some debit cards, they use the usual credit card providers. Since the late 2000s, credit card fraud has become one of the most inevitable problem. Firstly, there are credit card generators, which claim to be generating real and valid credit card numbers. And we also have fake digital cards issued by suspicious organizations and banking services. Luckily, these issues and problems are resolved by the fraud detectors, mostly in payment processors like Square and Stripe, and on certain payment flows. Since then, we have to put these cards into a digital and safe world. This is where the digital wallet came to be. Digital wallets are apps that are used by people to store and use their card, bank account, and more. These so-called wallets are used just like an everyday wallet. To pay, just scan the QR code or transfer the amount to the receiver. It has fees, but it will be covered later. The process of putting a card to a digital wallet is called linking. For example, PayPal uses its payment flow to be able to link users' cards to the website. And so, digital wallets are really good and much more secure, since it can be secured by a PIN or a password. Now, did I mention that you can store bank accounts here? For all all stock trading people, bank accounts are a must when transacting to international stock traders. These really important and essential numbers contain the most private information. Bank accounts in the US, for example, contain a routing number, the account number, and obviously some other information, like the bank account issuer's address, the date in which the account was created, and so on. It's quite confusing, but it's interesting at the same time. Finally, these bank accounts can be used to link to a digital wallet, like PayPal or Google Pay. As you'll soon see, payment methods around the world have evolved over the past decade, and so be sure to have the highest responsibilities when taking care of it. If you liked this episode, or you've learned something new, consider supporting us by using the Stripe-hosted checkout link below. And you can now visit us on Twitter. It's a great place to chat and socialize. Thanks for stopping by and have a great day and GTD.